Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be doing my week two roundup of all the early games in the NFL. So fasten your seatbelts, buckle up, and get ready for the show. Okay, guys, you know what time it is. It is time for the week two roundup in the NFL. We're on to week two in the NFL. So let's kick it off with the Raiders beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, The Raiders going to Pittsburgh and getting that win 26-17 for the old heads. You remember these battles that these two teams had, especially in the playoffs when um, the Raiders were in Oakland and um, the Steel Curtain Steelers back in the 70s used to have the battles. Um, And this one was a pretty ugly one, too, here. Um, Derek Carr, what more can we say about him? Right now, he needs to be on on fantasy rosters he need to be rostered now um with these two weeks that he's put up um and he put up these numbers against a pretty good uh Steelers defense um 37 passes he threw uh 28 completions 382 yards with two touchdowns was only sacked twice no interceptions Derek Carr is playing um Really well, as I understand, it's only two games, but um, if this is in any indication, um, he's in for a pretty, pretty uh, monst- monstrous season here. Um, and mind you, he did this without um, the services of Josh Jake uh, Jacobs. He he was out with that toe injury, so he didn't play. Um, and in that regard, the running backs, um, everybody was touting how uh, King and Drake was going to play well. You got to understand, he was up against that tough Steelers front. So I didn't foresee him having this monstrous game that everybody was predicting. Um, he had seven carries, only nine yards. He did um, do well in terms of the passing game, five catches for 46 yards that was on six targets so um wasn't exactly the breakout performance you were looking for if you were um if you decided to uh insert drake into your fantasy lineup um and then the thing was too they went with a two-headed attack with um peyton barber who's um who they picked up um after he was cut by uh, Tampa Bay, um, thirteen carries, only 30, 32 yards. So um, not much on the ground, that's for sure. Especially again against a tough uh, um, Steeler defense. So not much there. It was through the air where they did their damage. Um, as far as the receivers go, Henry Ruggs, the third. Um, I liken him to like a Hollywood Brown, that sort of type, um, a Tyreek Hill light. Um, 
he's a guy that's going to break it long. That's that's his game. That's what he does. He he goes deep, and that's what he did. He's a boom or bust type, and in this game, he happened to boom. Uh, five catches, 113 yards with that touchdown. He did that on seven targets, so him and Carr connected well in this game. Um, therefore, you see that uh, the numbers there. It was it was painfully obvious they wanted to take away Darren Waller, who also had five catches for 65 yards on se- seven targets as well. But their idea was not to shadow Waller and not let him go off like he did in his first game. So, um, that's, you know, Darren Waller's numbers. You you have to understand that, that uh, their defense was geared at stopping him. So, this opens up the opens it up for other guys to contribute. So, uh, Henry Ruggs happened to be the recipient of that. Also, Hunter Renfro, he's also a main cog in this uh, passing attack. Five catches, 57 yards, that's on seven targets. So, you had three guys with seven targets each. So, um, and I think pretty much... This is the pecking order. I know a lot of noise was made about Brian Edwards. He had three catches for 40 yards, but um, I'm not prepared to go the Brian Edwards route, only unless one of these three guys um, um, were to miss games. I go Edwards. Um, For now, I I steer clear of that. And actually, the other tight end got the other touchdown that uh, Derek Carr threw, Foster Moreau. He had two catches, 34 yards, and a touchdown. He did that on three targets. So, again, I say um, that's the pecking order, guys. Uh, Waller first, Renfro, Renfro and Ruggs. Um, again, Ruggs is boom or bust being that deep threat. So, um, he just happened to have a nice one here. In, in terms of... And as far as Josh Jacobs, we're not sure if he'll be back next week. Uh, I'm sure he'll be questionable all week with um, probably a tendency to probably miss, miss, uh, perhaps miss week three. So keep an eye on that. Uh, as far as Pittsburgh goes, Big Ben, um, he threw it 40 times, 20, 27 completions, uh, 200 in 95 yards he comes out of this game um he was sacked twice but he comes out of this game with a pectoral um injury so um keep eye on out on that we know big ben he's tough as nails so um he may uh stick it out he had one touchdown and one interception it's okay not great um if if you're in two quarterback league that's acceptable i guess uh for big ben uh naji harris is still trying to find his way um but he's still getting the lion's share of the carries 10 carries 38 yards um he had five catches for 43 yards with the touchdown so that's that's good news um you know the kid's gonna have his um his uh moments here but i i think 
still he's the bell cow so it's nothing to worry about right now he's getting the lion's share of the touches so uh rest assured in that Deontay Johnson again he leads them in targets and in catches uh 12 targets nine catches for 105 yards the only caveat is he did suffer that knee injury um towards the end of the game I haven't heard word yet in that regard so um guys you want to um stick and stay and keep your eye out for that um so he had the nice game but again this injury concern kind of raises eyebrows so we'll see uh juju smith schuster um he had seven targets six catches for 41 yards if Johnson were to miss time, you would definitely have to upgrade um, Smith-Schuster at that point. Um, he would definitely enter the wide receiver two conversation. Uh, Chase Claypool, he he had uh, nine targets, only three catches, though. Uh, so a uh, bit of misfiring between him and Big Ben. Uh, three catches, 70 yards, so... He's another one of those boom or bust types. Um, so if you have him, you just got to ride the highs and the lows as far as that goes. Um, well, you're probably using him as a flex guy. I doubt you have him as your wide receiver too. So um, so just expect volatility there. Um, James Washington, who's been chirping since the uh, – training camp in preseason he had zero catches on one target um i say they just need to free the man and let him go elsewhere um pratt uh pat firm fremont uh he had four catches 36 yards he seems to be the de facto tight end one um on that team eric ebron two targets zero receptions so the bloom is kind of kind of coming off the rose for him so uh uh if if you have him i'd say it's uh you can drop him now that's for sure so uh next for the raiders they they're at home they have miami that should be that should be um where you can fire up all your raiders just about against that defense and then pittsburgh they host Cincinnati. Um, that'll be a good game to kind of bounce back for the Steelers um, against uh, Cincinnati. That um, their defense isn't exactly scaring anyone. So, uh, moving on to the Chicago Bears beating the the Cincinnati Bengals. Speaking of uh, twenty to seventeen, here's another ugly type game um in this one Andy Dalton uh nine uh nine receptions on 11 pa passes uh 56 yards with the touchdown um only thing he did injure his knee because he rushed it twice for 25 yards he injured his knee on the 14 yard run so um they're right now saying he's day-to-day, um, -day, so we'll see. Um, but uh, all for all intents and purposes, Matt Nagy is saying if he's um, 
unless he's really hurt, he will play. So the cries for Justin Fields is going to have to wait. Um, speaking of uh, Justin Fields, he went um, 13 passes, uh, 6 completions, 60 yards with the interception. Uh, he ran it 10 times and um, with 31 yards. So the Justin Fields era is still going to have to wait, guys. I know the Adam Ranks of the world <laughs> is not happy with uh, hearing that, but uh, seeing that's the tale that's being told. So we'll see how that goes. As far as the running backs, um, David Montgomery, he's the bell cow. He's the guy. 20 uh, rushes, 61 yards. Uh, then he also had three catches for 18 yards. You'd like to see that from him. Uh, and that was on four targets. So he's the guy that's getting the touches. So uh, rest assured in that. Um, Damian Williams is his backup. Um, but not much of a threat. Two rushes, six yards. And then he had the two receptions for minus three yards, and that was on three targets. So Montgomery's your guy. There's no, um, there's no uh, worries in that regard. And in terms of the receivers, um, Darnell Moody seems he uh, saw most of the targets in this game. He saw eight targets, uh, six catches, 66 yards. Um, Whereas Allen Robinson, the second, he only saw four targets, two receptions, 24 yards with the touchdown. So the touchdown actually saved him from having a horrible game. Um, I think because of the volatility at the quarterback position, this is why you're seeing that. Um, I would say... A Rob is right now is probably a buy low candidate. Um, you you might want to swoop in. There may be a owner after two weeks who's frustrated with him. See if you can swing a deal because better days will come for uh, A Rob. That's for sure. And then Marquise Goodwin, he had one catch, ten ten yards, and that's on um three uh three uh targets uh. Coleman commit who everybody's raving about only one catch zero yards so um I say it's safe to say he's tight end two and that's barely so um no need to worry in that regard as far as Cincinnati goes tough game for Joe Burrow he was sacked uh four times threw it um 30 times 19 completions 207 yards he did have two touchdowns but he also had three interceptions which uh obviously isn't good uh joe mixon after the big week one um 20 rushes 69 yards he did have one catch for two yards and that's on two um targets so joe mixon's the guy still um he's probably uh probably be a by low candidate now um but he will see the lion's share of the carries he's the guy over there there's no debating there's no room for timeshare he's it so just gotta hang in there guys as far as the receivers go tyler boy had a better game week two he saw nine targets seven catches 
73 yards. So um, that's good to see if you you have shares in Tyler Boyd. So that's always good to see. T. Higgins seemed like he always finds the end zone one way or another. He saw 10 targets. So and and on those 10 targets, he had six receptions, 60 yards with the touchdowns. So he also had a lost fumble in this game. But make no mistake about it. Um, of the wide receivers you want to own in Cincinnati, it would be t uh, T. Higgins first. Tyler Boyd second, and then Jamar Chase, who had four catches. <clears throat> he had four targets, excuse me. Two receptions, 54 yards with the touchdown. So um, he's showing that he needs to be owned as well. Uh, this offense will get better. It'll get better. So um, rest assured in that. And C.J. Uzuma, only two catches for four yards. So... He's a non-factor in the tight end conversation, so it's no need to have one. Let's move on to uh, Cleveland beating uh, Houston. Another ugly game, uh, thirty-one to twenty-one. Um, right now, Baker Mayfield, he's he's serviceable right now. Um, he threw it twenty-one times, nineteen completions that's pretty good he was sacked twice uh 213 yards he had a touchdown and a interception he also rushed it eight times for 10 yards with the touchdown so um that's serviceable numbers for baker May mayfield um he's a guy he's a, a qb2 he you're not starting him week after week so um so uh, I doubt anybody had them in their their roster. Although uh, there was people talking up the fact that he might be a good streaming option this week, but I wouldn't play him over my regular quarterback. So, um, in terms of the running game, Nick Chubb, of course, comes through as usual. Eleven rushes, ninety-five yards with the touchdown. You'll take that every day, every Sunday of the week. Um, Kareem Hunt, 13 receptions, so you have 13 rushes, so you have more rushes than Nick Chubb, 51 yards. So it would have been nice if uh, Kareem Hunt had the touchdown that uh, Baker Mayfield took in, but that's another story. Uh, anyhow, moving on to the receiving game, this is where the struggle's going to be, guys. Um, you're already missing uh, Odell Beckham. Now you're missing... You're going to be missing, rather, Jarvis Landry. Um, he had one catch for nine yards, but he sprained his MCL. Right now, he's been placed on the IR, meaning that he will miss at least three games. Uh, so in that regard, um, as far as the receiving goes, uh, Demetric Felton, and he's like a third-string running back. Two catches for 51 yards with a touchdown. Uh, I don't know if you go rushing to the waiver wires for him. Uh, Rashad Higgins, two catches, 27 yards. Donovan Peoples-Jones, one catch, uh, 14 yards. Um, in terms of the tight ends, uh, uh, a third string guy, um, Harrison Bryant. 
four catches for 49 yards. David Njoku, who I thought would have a big game, he only had two catches for 18 yards on three targets. And then there's Austin Hooper, four catches for 40 yards. So right now the receiving core is a mess over there. I say with this news, this Landry news, I would say bump up Njoku and and uh, Austin Hooper. Um with it's the slight chance of a Rashard Higgins um, in that regard. But right now, that receiving room over there is a mess. Um, I guess if I had to have someone, it would be Austin Hooper um, right now. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But I think they're, they're just going to go to the run. And actually, next week, they host uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, which will... You know, that's going to serve to be a challenge for them, especially how they like to run the ball. So uh, that definitely from my early looks, this looks like an Austin Hooper type game, a David Njoku type game. So uh, I'll give you those value picks later in the week. And in regard to Houston, um, yeah, Houston, a lot of um, uh, injury news there. Um, Tyrod Taylor, he injured his hamstring in this one, and this was just before halftime. He's out now. He's on, been put on IR um, for three weeks. He finished with uh, 11 passes, 10 receptions, 125 yards. Uh, he did have one rush for 15 yards, and that he went in for the touchdown with that one. So... Big blow to the Houston uh, offense. Uh, Davis Mills now, he's going to end up being the starter. Um, he was sacked once um, through 18 passes, only completed eight, 102 yards. He did have a touchdown, but he threw an interception as well. So Davis Mills is going to be the guy for the next few weeks. So uh, hang on to your hat if you own any stock in um the Houston skill players. In terms of the running game, again, Mark Ingram leads them in rushes, 14 rushes, 41 yards. Uh, David Johnson, five rushes, 25 yards. He did have two catches for 22 yards. And then Philip Lindsay, five rushes, only two yards, and then one catch for 22 yards. I think right now, with Davis Mills in there, I think it's going to be them strictly going to the run now. Um, very minimal uh, risks, risks taking with Davis Mills in there. So a guy like Brandon Cooks, you might have to temper your expectations. He did have a nice game in this one. Uh, nine catches, 78 yards with the touchdown. He did. Uh, he was targeted 14 times. So he's clearly the wide receiver one over there. But uh, for these next few weeks, uh, you may have to bench him with uh, Davis Mills in there. You see what happens. Uh, Andre Roberts, who I didn't even realize was on this squad. One catch, 35 yards. And that was on two targets. Nico Collins, one catch, 32 yards. Chris Connolly, one catch, 13 yards. 
And Danny Amendola, I forgot he was on there too. Uh, actually, I talked about him last week. But one catch, nine yards. And then their tight end, um, Jordan Aiken, one catch, 17 yards on two targets. Uh, right now, um, if forced to, you probably would play Brandon Cooks, but you definitely have to, I would say, as a flex, he's not a wide receiver too right now. Not with Davis Mills as your quarterback. So, um, and actually, they play on a short week. They play Carolina, so that's a recipe for disaster for that offense. So, um, in fact, a lot of people are picking up the Carolina defense in light of this. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Moving on to the next set of game, and that would be, speaking of Carolina, uh, Carolina beating, blowing the doors off the Saints, um, taking them to the woodshed, 27-7. Excuse me. Sam Darnold, he's really playing well. He's playing well, uh, 38 uh, pass attempts, 26 completions. He had the two touchdowns, but he did have an interception. He was sacked twice. Sam Darno, I had a feeling um, he would be uh, starting to come around, especially with this team, with the weapons that he's amassed over there. Um, he's in a really good place. So um, I ex- um, I have to say, you 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 got you now have to consider grabbing um, Sam Darno off the waiver wire as well. If you're going to grab Derek Carr, which you should, um, Sam Darno is definitely somebody you have to think about grabbing as well. Especially on this short week. I understand they're on the road at Houston, but um, this 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 offense that he, he has behind him, uh, you, you, you got to sit up and pay attention. Uh, in terms of the running backs, of course, Christian McCaffrey, just uh, being his all-world self, 24 rushes, 72 yards. He did have the touchdown. And, of course, he caught five passes out the backfield, 65 yards, and that's on six targets. So, McCaffrey, Chris McCaffrey doing Chris McCaffrey things. So, uh, he'll be fine, especially on this short week here. You fire him up, no doubts about it. Uh, He should run roughshod over that Texan defense. Uh, Chubba Hubbard. he had eight rushes for 10 yards. He's the backup to McCaffrey. Uh, not a threat at all. But, you know, if Ka- McCaffrey were to go down, he'd be the next man up. So, um, and that's the deal with that. In terms of the receivers, uh, DJ Moore, He's uh, he seemed like he's the de facto wide receiver one over there. Eight catches, 79 yards with the touchdown. You always like to see that um, on 11 targets. So uh, he's the guy there. Um, Dan Arnold, the tight end, he he caught three. Uh, he got three receptions, 55 yards on four targets. Um, Robbie Anderson, six targeted six times, 
caught three passes for 38 yards. Not exactly eye-popping numbers that you're seeing from Robbie Anderson. Actually, he's underperformed in this first two weeks because, remember, he only had the one catch in week one for 57 yards for the touchdown. But still, um, you'd like to see more. Um, Brandon uh, Zelstra, he had three catches, 44 yards with the touchdown. So he had the other touchdown. Um, I don't know if you go running a wave a wide for him. Terrence Morris Jr. is still in the mix. Three catches, 17 yards. Uh, not quite the breakout that everybody's predicting but um he's viable so far so um in that regard uh Jameis Winston had a bad game 22 passes 11 completed uh only 111 yards passing he had the two interceptions he was sacked four times um he did run it three times for 19 yards with the touchdown so, um, yeah, but a, a, a far cry from his week one five touchdown performance. So, I guess you're going to have to ride the wave with Winston. Everybody went running to the wave of wire for him. Perhaps you have to reevaluate that one. Um, Alvin Kamara, not a great game at all. Eight rushes, five yards. So, he was bottled up by that um, Carolina defense. He did have four catches for 25 yards, and that's on six targets. So, uh, may want to toss some uh, deals out for him to see if anyone bites. Because um, I think, um, I would say you still have to ride with Kamara. Because remember, you probably picked him amongst your top three to five um, picks in the draft. So, you have to ride the highs and the lows with this one. So you just hope that that offense bounces back. So um, Taysom Hill still seeing some time. Two rushes, 16 yards. Tony Jones Jr., who will be the next man up if something were to happen to Kamara. Three rushes, seven yards. In terms of the receivers, not much happening there, guys. Um Little Jordan Humphrey, he had one catch, 27 yards. Uh, Jawan Johnson, who had the two touchdowns last week, only one reception, 23 yards. Uh, Chris Hogan, one reception, uh, 16 yards, and that's on three targets. Uh, Marquise Callaway still has yet to get going, two, two receptions for eight yards. That was on four targets. And um, Dante Harris, another one who had the good week one, only one catch, nine yards, and that's on two targets. So uh, some volatility with that passing game as well. Marquise Calloway, see, a lot of people bought into the preseason hype with him, the way he was shredding folks. But you got to remember, he was going up against third second and third string cornerbacks. So when you have to go up against the big boys, it's a whole different ball game. So uh, I think in the long run, he'll be okay. He'll be fine, especially once mid season come and you get a guy like 
uh, Michael Thomas back in the mix. I think that will definitely help him more. Uh, and remember, too, Traquan Smith is also out. So um, do you just sit on Callaway until the reinforcements come? Perhaps you do that. Um, but if there's a waiver wire guy that you want to grab, I say go for that. Because right now, um, I don't see his production going up that much um, in this regard. So that's the way it goes, guys. And then next week, they go to New England. Definitely not what you want for this offense. So moving on to uh, Denver beating Jacksonville 23-13. Teddy Bridgewater, man, he's playing well. Uh, 34 uh, pass attempts, 26 completions, 328 yards with two touchdowns. He was sacked three times. Teddy Bridgewater, he's a guy who's going to, you know, he's going to play within himself. He's not going to go beyond that. Um, He's going to be smart. He's not going to put the ball too much in harm's way. Uh, He's a serviceable guy. So, um, Right now, he has that offense clicking right now. And then next week, they get really fat by uh, having the Jets come to Denver. So uh, definitely possibility to go 3-0 and there. Um, in terms of the running backs, uh, guys, I, I said it before. It looks like a, a timeshare here. Javante Williams, 13 rushes, 64 yards. He had one catch for 10 yards. Melvin Gordon, remember he had the big week one, 13 rushes, 31 yards. He did have two receptions for 38 yards. So this is a full-fledged timeshare, guys. This is the way it is. So you just got to grin and bear it and take it for what it is. So uh, that's where we are with that. Um, Do I think Javante Williams in time will... supplant uh melvin gordon uh i say so i say the possibility is there so but you just gotta hang in there guys you just gotta hang maybe next week is the week where uh that he kind of inches out a little bit more from gordon we'll see um in terms of the wide receivers Cortland sutton really came to play nine catches 159 yards uh, it seems like all the talk was about picking up Tim Patrick, who you should pick up, by the way, and K.J. Hamler, but Cortland Sutton, Sutton right now, he is the wide receiver one, and there's no denying that. Um, Noah Font, he's he saw the second most targets, four catches, 33 yards. I think eventually he'll break one. And get in the end zone. So if you have shares in Noah Font, just hang in there, guys. Uh, his breakthrough game is coming. Maybe he'll come next week against the Jets. Um, Tim Patrick, who I've mentioned, uh, three catches, 37 yards. He did have the touchdown, which that was good. So, um, yeah. So, and KJ Hamlin, just one reception for five yards. So, right now, guys, the pecking order in that receiving room is Cortland Sutton, Noah Font, and Tim Patrick, and then 
KJ Hamler brings up the rear. So uh, right now, three of those guys are viable, um, including Tim Patrick, who you should grab off the waiver wire. Um, and it looks like Denver's rolling right now, so we'll see what happens. In terms of Jacksonville, you still... Uh, Trevor Lawrence still that gunslinger trying to win the game on his own. He's, I think sooner or later, Urban Meyer's going to have to come, come to a moment where he says, I I, got, I, I can't let this kid, uh, drop back so many times. I got to get this running game going. So, uh, he's going to have to come to that realization sooner or later. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, 33 passes. That's a lot. Uh, for 14, 14 receptions. Yeah, that's it. That's not good. One touchdown. Uh, two interceptions. He was sacked once. Um, but again, they need to set up that run. James Robinson, 11 rushes, 47 yards. He had the three receptions for 17 yards. Um, Carlos High, who seemed like he's trying to. Do a split there, but it just ain't happening. Two rushes, seven yards, uh, zero receptions, and that was on two targets. I say next week against Arizona, um, I say within the next few weeks, you definitely have a opportunity to buy low on James Robinson. Urban Meyer's just got to come to realization, I got to run the ball. So um, I think in time... James Robinson will, uh, the cream will rise to the top in terms of him. So if you're owner of James Robinson, hang in there. If you're a guy who would want to buy low on him, start making deals now. So um, in terms of the receivers, Marvin Jones uh, seems to be leading that room. Uh, 11 targets, 6 catches, 55 yards in the touchdown. It seems like Lawrence is really leaning on him. Um, J, um, DJ Chark Jr., who had the fine game, the first game, only f- four targets, one reception, 19 yards. Uh, the tight end, uh, James O'Shaughnessy, uh, one one catch, 24 yards. Um, and he had he injured his, his ankle in this one, so... Um, he's questionable probably for next week. See how he practices. The next man up would be Luke Farrell. Um, he had one catch for six yards and that was on two targets. So watch, watch the news with O'Shaughnessy during the week. Um, you may want to consider that. So, um, I got like Luke Farrell, keep an eye on him. And then LaVishka Chenault Jr., one catch minus three yards, and that was on seven targets. And he also injured his shoulder in this game, so uh, he's a guy who's going to be a probably be questionable for the week. But as far as I know, early reports are he will play even with the injured shoulder. So I'm like, wow, you, you only want to say it's a possibility he doesn't. So. We'll see. We'll see how he practices this week as well. And again, I say they face Arizona next week, so everybody will be high on the Arizona defense, and rightfully so. So, um, should be interesting. So, 
Uh, I have another slate of early games, but we're going to pause for the calls, and I will come back and do those games in a little bit. Okay, guys, let's finish off the rest of these early games. Um, starting with the L.A. Rams going to Indiana to the Colts and beating them in a uh, squeaker there, 27-24. Uh, um, Matthew Stafford, what more can you say? He's um, he's really bl blending well with this Rams team and this offense. Uh, 30 catches, I mean 30 pass attempts, 19 completions, 278 yards with the two touchdowns, but he did have a pick. He was only sacked once. Um, Matthew Stafford playing as well as he's played to start a season so um yeah he, he's he's really getting it done over there um in terms of the running backs daryl henderson nice game uh 13 rushes 50 53 yards with the touchdown he did have three uh catches on five targets for 29 yards only thing is he suffered injury in this game uh he injured his ribs, so uh, he did that in the fourth quarter. So we'll see how that goes. Sony Michelle ended up finishing the game over there. He had 10 rushes for 46 yards. So uh, we'll see how Daryl Henderson practices this week. Uh, if he'll miss uh, week three or not. Uh, I, it seems as if Sony Michelle has caught up with the playbook. So, um, guys, if you drafted Sony Michelle, this is your time right now. Um, although next week we'll present a challenge being that, uh, they're facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that might be a fair where you're kind of tossing the ball all over the field, which, won't bode well for uh, Sony Michelle, so we'll see. In terms of the receivers, <clears throat> Cooper Cup, man, I mean, he is playing like a, a wide receiver one, no doubt about it. Uh, nine catches, 163 yards with the touchdown, with the two touchdowns, excuse me, um, and that was on 11 targets. Him and Stafford are clicking. They are really clicking. Um, yeah, so he's um, seemed like he's on fire right now. Um, Robert Woods, he saw nine targets, uh, far cry from the first game. Uh, five catches, 64 yards. So uh, him and Stafford are getting there. They're getting there, but you're definitely going to need him ne next week against the Buccaneers, that's for sure. And then Van Jefferson, he had one catch, 14 yards, and that's on three um, targets. Tyler Higby, everybody's talking about this big breakout for Tyler Higby. We have yet to see it. Um, one catch for eight yards. Um, perhaps next week will be that time. We'll see because Stafford's going to need all hands on deck uh, to beat um, Brady in those bucks. So, um Maybe the Tyler Higby breakout is next week. We'll see. In terms of Indiana, Indianapolis, rather, uh, Carson Wentz, 
31 pass attempts, uh, 20 completions, 247 yards. He did have a touchdown and an interception. Um, He had five rushes for 37 yards. Was sacked three times. He actually left the game with an injury, um, but he did come back and finish. But in that time, um, they brought in Jacob Eason, who had uh, five pass attempts, uh, two completions, uh, 25 yards, and he had a costly interception, uh, Interception, I think, that really um, turned the tide for the Rams. So, um, yeah, so what can you do? Uh, Carson Wentz, will, he should be okay. He was able to finish the game, so um, he should be fine for the week. Um in terms of the running game, uh, Jonathan Taylor still hasn't had that breakout type game yet. Uh, 15 rushes, 51 yards. Uh, Marlon Mack, he had five rushes, 16 yards. Naheem Hines, only one uh, rush for five yards. And he had one catch, 17 yards. And that was on two targets. So um, Jonathan Taylor is still the guy. No question about that. He just hasn't broke out as of yet. Maybe it can happen next week at Tennessee. We'll see because uh, they get the Titans next. Um, in terms of the wide receivers, uh, Michael Pittman had a much better game uh, week two. Eight receptions, 123 yards, and that was on 12 targets. Um, his targets went up, obviously, uh, with the absence of Paris Campbell. Um, and we all know T.Y. Hilton's, he's still out. Um, Zach Pascal, he's still finding his way to the end zone. Five catches, 38 yards with the touchdown. That was on six targets. So right now, your viable talk um, guys there is uh, Pascal and Pittman Jr. Uh, Jack Doyle made, made his appearance five receptions. That was on eight targets, 64 yards. And Mo Ali Cox, only one reception, 18 yards. And that's on uh, two targets. So, um, yeah, so Carson Wentz is going to have to step it up um, and play a little bit better. Um, it was It's okay game, not great, but he's definitely going to have to step it up. Um Buffalo Bills going to Miami and blowing the doors off the Dolphins. Uh, 35 um, and holding Miami to no points. Big zero. Uh, Josh Allen, not a particularly a great fantasy uh, game-wise. 33 pass attempts, only seven completions. Uh, 179 yards, was sacked once. He had two uh, two passing touchdowns with an interception. Ran it five times for 35 yards. So it seems like the Buffalo Bills are making more of a concerted effort to run the ball this year so far. Um, in terms of the running backs, uh, Devin Singletary, man, he's, he's playing well. 13 rushes, 82 yards with a touchdown. He had the two 
uh, receptions on for nine yards on three targets. So you'll definitely take that. Uh, Zach Mar Moss playing with a heavy heart. Um, he had uh, he had death in his family. Um, eight eight rushes, twenty six yards. And he had two touchdowns. He did lose a fumble in this game. Um, he had two catches for eight yards. So um, remember, he was inactive week one. So they um, they, they needed him this week, and he he was there, and he 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 played. He played um, with the two touchdowns. You definitely take that if you're Zach. Mo you have shares in Zach Moss. Um, not sure if you started him, but. Uh, Probably in deeper leagues you did, and you'll be happy with that. So, uh, right now, it seems like both guys are, are serviceable in this this uh, backfield, but definitely Singletary is the guy. And um, in approaching, dare I say, um, running back two numbers. Um, and Zach Moss is more of a flex guy at this point right now. Um, next week they get Washington. That's that won't be a walk in the park. So we'll see how that running game, uh, uh, what happens with that running game in that one. In terms of the receivers, uh, Stephon Diggs a much better week this week. Four catches, sixty yards with the touchdown. You'll definitely take that. Although. He was targeted eight times, so uh, definitely got to clean that up between Diggs and uh, Josh Allen. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, two catches, 48 yards, and that was on six targets. So definitely they got to do a little, <laughs> have a bit more practice. Uh, Cole Beasley, um, he, the guy just won't go away. Four catches, uh, 36 yards, and then Dawson. Dawson Knox, I had mentioned him as a value play last week. He did have two catches, 17 yards, and he, and he uh, went in for the touchdown. So uh, definitely a saving grace there. But I think Dawson Knox is starting slowly to be a part of this pass attack. So um, definitely a guy you want to consider picking up off the waiver wire, uh, especially, you know, in this this league tight ends are very hard to get a hold of. So um, grabbing a guy like Dawson Knox is kind of good insurance, especially um, if he gets more involved in this offense. In terms of Miami, nothing to really talk about here. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, he injured his ribs in the first, the first quarter of this game. So he, he hardly, uh, we hardly saw him on the first series there. He got banged up. Uh, one, one completion out of four pass attempts, 13 yards. So uh, definitely, uh, if you start him um, two quarterback leagues, uh, you definitely got hurt on that one. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is his backup. He came in. He threw it 40 times. Wow, that's surprising. Uh, 24 completions 169 yards one interception and he was sacked four times so um that's definitely not what you want to see so um we'll see what happens with Tagovailoa Tag this week in practice see um 
see how bad these ribs are. Maybe they'll give him a flak jacket. Uh, we'll see. Um, we'll see the extent of his injury. Miles Gaskin. Um, I know if a lot of you like me are saying, just give this guy the ball and stop with this uh, this three-headed not, uh, foolishness. Uh, five rushes, 25 yards. He did have three um, receptions for 41 yards on six targets. Um, he's the guy they're looking to, whether it's running the ball, uh, catching it out the backfield. He's that guy. So just give him the lion's share and stop with this foolishness. Malcolm Brown, five rushes, 21 yards. Salvin Ahmed, six six um, rushes. 17 yards so Gaskin is is getting more touches than these other guys so yeah I just come on and let him be the guy uh Brian Flores I make this plea to you <laughs> so um anywho um as far as the wide receivers go uh Jalen Waddle um he had six receptions uh leading that room over there 48 yards he did lose a fumble there, so uh, definitely caused a little little bit of a raised eyebrow with that one. Uh, Devontae Parker, he's, he saw the most targets with nine, five catches, 42 yards. Uh, Mike Gesicki, after being shut out week one, uh, three receptions, 41 yards on six targets. And Albert Wilson, um, six Six targets, four receptions, 20 yards. So help is on the way next week. They'll get Wolf Fuller back. Um, he'll be back in the fold. So, and they're going to need him because they, they, uh, they host um, the Las Vegas Raiders who are red hot right now. So they need all hands on deck. And you're definitely going to need a healthy tour for that one. So, um, so we'll see. Uh, speaking of another blowout, uh, New England Patriots, 25. The Jets uh, only managed six points. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, I said it before. I'll say it again. Mac Jones, Bill Belichick is not going to let this kid fling it all over the yard. Only 30 pass attempts, uh, 22 completions, 186 yards. He was sacked three times, though. Um, he's, again, he's not going to put in harm's way. He's going to, um, run the, the, uh, Josh McDaniels offense. And, uh, that's going to be the size of that. So, um, they're going to rely on this running game. Speaking of the running game, Damian Harris, 16 rushes, 62 yards with the touchdown. And he did have, uh, one catch out the backfield for two yards. Uh, he is the guy. He's the one they're looking to to feed the ball. So um, again, I'm I have him on a few squads. I'm still trying to buy more shares of him because this is what you're going to see from him all year long. So I would definitely buy into that. Um, James White, five rushes, 20 yards, and he did have the touchdown there. So James White will be viable as well. So. Um, based on the fact that he's going to get receptions as well. He got six in this game for 45 yards. So 
He's going to be viable in this offense. He's a guy to definitely take a look on the waiver wire, see where he's at. But you, he's definitely a guy you want to grab if you're hurting at running back right now. So uh, definitely someone to, cons- to consider. In terms of the wide receivers, um, not much action here because no one went in for a touchdown. Um, Hunter Henry, he he saw four targets, um, two catches, 42 yards. Jonu Smith, who was banged up all week but ended up playing, four catches, 28 yards, and that's on uh, five targets. And then uh, Jacoby Myers, he saw the most targets with six, four receptions, 38 yards. And Nelson Aguilar, three receptions, 21 yards on three targets. So, um Right now, you probably won't be starting any um, New England wide receivers or tight ends unless the matchup is just too good to resist. So um, I, I think that's just the way it is, guys. Uh, I don't see it deviating anytime soon. In terms of the Jets, not much of a story to tell. Zach Wilson he had four interceptions in this game, uh, 33 pass attempts, 19 completions, uh, only 210 yards, uh, three rushes, 19 yards. He was sacked four times. So definitely felt the, felt the New England rush coming on him, uh, panicked a bit. Uh, you definitely don't want to see this from your rookie um, court, franchise quarterback. Um, they're going to have to go to the drawing, back to the drawing board guys and, um, kind of mimic what the Patriots are doing here with, uh, Mac Jones, just staying safe, keeping, keeping him out of harm's way. Let the, the running game dictate the offense. Um, and you got to make a decision with these running backs here. Michael Carter led the room, uh, 11 rushes. 59 yards. He did have two receptions as well for 29 yards. Ty Johnson, 12 rushes from him, 50 yards. Um, And Tevin Coleman, five rushes, 24 yards. So um, Michael Carter got the most touches barely out of the guys in that room. So uh, I think in time, Michael Carter will end up being the guy. Um, when all is said and done, you just got to deal with this. Uh, it's just like Miami with the same three headed monster sort of deal. You just got to deal with that guy. So, um, that's, that's the way it is with that. In terms of the receivers, um, Braxton Berrios with another solid week, seven catches, 73 yards. He was targeted the most 11 times. Um, I say this is flash in the pan because remember, um, Keelan Cole is still out. Jamison Crowder, he's out. So um, I don't believe Denzel Mims played in this one. So, I mean, Berrios is taking advantage of his opportunities. Is he a guy I would go rushing to the waiver wire for? Probably not because, again, all those guys I named didn't play. So... Um, 
And then, do you really want parts of this wide receiver room? I understand Corey Davis, who was kind of shut down in this one, two catches, eight yards, and on five targets. Um, Elijah Moore saw six targets, four catches for 47 yards. So a lot of people are running to the waiver wire for him. But right now, this this wide receiver room is in flux. So uh, I'm not ready to grab any of those. I already have Corey Davis on a few teams. So I just got to sit and ride it out until um, – Till this wide receiver room gets straightened out. So, and the tight ends, there's two of them, uh, but nobody's rostering them. So, it's no, no need to even go there. And then the last early game, uh, the 49ers, and this was an ugly one, um, beating the Eagles at Philadelphia 17 11. And oh gosh, I mean, yeah, this yeah, this game. Ugh. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, 30 passes attempted, 22 completions, 189 yards with the touchdown. Um, he also rushed the ball 11 times for 20 yards, which he had to do because, um, because of what was going on with these, these running backs here. Uh, and then he, he did get in an end zone by the way. So, um, Elijah Mitchell, 17 rushes, uh, 42 yards, but he got hurt in this one. Jermichael Hasty, he he injured his uh, ankle in this one. Uh, five receptions, five rushes, 38 yards, and then four receptions, 21 yards on five targets. So he hurt his ankle in this one, and then Trey Sermon, who came in for one play. On one play, suffered a concussion and also fumbled on that play. So, uh, Trey Sermon owners, I, I just don't know what you do at this point. Um, do you toss them to the waiver wire? Um, do you wait for things to shake out in this running back room here? Um, it's a tough call. Tough call. Um, if there's someone better out there, I say yes. But um, at this point, it might be slim pickings, guys. So um, I kind of think you have to ride it out with Sermon. I mean, it is a concussion, so uh, he'll probably miss at least a week or two and then see what happens when the dust settles from all this. So uh, you might have to ride it out. Debo Samuels, turns of the receivers, um, led the way again. Six catches, 93 yards. That was on eight targets. Uh, Jawan Jennings, two catches, 17 yards. He's kind of like your fourth your fourth receiver there. Um, Brandon Ayuk. Um, we've, we had a Brandon Ayuk uh, sighting. Uh, two targets, one catch for six yards. Um, he's still dealing with that sore hammy. Um, but he did play this week. George Kittle, um, he he hasn't played well, guys, in these first two weeks. He hasn't played well. Four catches, uh, 17 yards. Um, I would say he's a buy-low candidate because they have to figure out how to get shake him loose, man. Um, 
they're going to have to figure something out here because uh, you, you can't have George Kittle performing like this. So um, if you're a George Kittle owner, you just got to just hang in there. You just got to hang in there. Um, better days are coming. I'm pretty sure better days are coming. Just got to hang in. Um, in terms of Philly, uh, Jalen Hurts had a bad one here. 23 pass attempts, 12 uh, completions, only 190 yards. He did run it 10 times for 82 yards with a touchdown. So that definitely um, kind of makes up for the pass, um, the passing game there. He was sacked twice. So um, I think this is um, you're going to have volatility with with Jalen Hurts. Um when he's golden, he's golden. But, um, I mean, this still is a pretty solid uh, fantasy line. Uh, so you, you definitely don't want to poo-poo that, but you would like the passing numbers to be a little bit better. Um, in terms of the running game, Miles Sanders still still the guy in that backfield. 13 rushes, 55 yards. But Kenneth Gainwell is breathing down his neck. Uh, six rushes, 14 yards. He is catching it out the backfield, unlike uh, Miles Sanders. Two catches for 18 yards. He was targeted three times. So, uh, Gainwell, you, you're going to want to keep an eye on him. I know guys are grabbing him off the waiver wire. To me, it might be a little premature, but uh, I understand it. I get it because... Because of Sanders' injury history, you know, eventually he's going to go down for a game or two. So, uh, I understand. I get it. Um, if I had the room, I'd probably consider him too. Uh, so, um, Kenneth Gainwell is a guy people are thinking about on the wave of why. And rightfully so. Um, in terms of the receivers, uh, Quez Watkins, two catches, 100 117 yards, so he had the lion's share of, in that regard. Uh, he had a 91 yarder that he um, obviously didn't wasn't able to get it in, but um, yeah, so definitely a uh, boomer bust type here. Uh, Dallas Goddard, two catches, 24 yards, and then word has it that um, Zach Ertz is in COVID protocol, so. Um, it looks like if it's, if he's in the protocol for all intents and purposes, he may miss week three. So I say, um, that Monday, Monday nighter against Dallas, fire up Dallas Goddard. Uh, <laughs> that would be obvious with them playing Dallas. Uh, so also Devonta Smith, not such a great game. Two catches, 16 yards. He was targeted seven times. So, a lot of misfiring between him and Hurts. So, uh, they'll clean that up a bit. Zach Hurts, I just mentioned, two targets, six, uh, one catch, six yards. And, again, he's in COVID protocol. So, he more likely than not will miss week three. And Jalen Rieger, uh, five targets. Two catches, four or five yards. So, so guys, that is your wrap-up of the early games. And on my next podcast, I will cover the late games as well as the Sunday night and the Monday night game as well. So, hang in there, guys, for the 
week two roundup where I finish off the late games and the Sunday night and Monday night games as well. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com you can also hit my zell at that same email address to support this podcast and again i value and appreciate you listening to the podcast <laughs>